Smash cut. A technique in film where one scene abruptly cuts to another without transition. Much like a typical conversation with me and my friends when discussing film, television, music, video games, or anything else that happens to come up. This is the idea behind the show, Smash Cuts. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Smash Cuts. I'm Rich Caban. With me is Jacqueline Kemick. Hello! And uh, yeah, it's been uh, a little bit of a spell. We've, we've got a lot of catching up to do, including some movies. We're, we're recording right now. It is uh, the weekend before the Oscars, which I almost forgot about. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oscars are this weekend. Um, but uh, but besides, before getting to any of those things, um, I think the biggest release that you and I did not get to talk about was uh, The Batman. Yes, I'm so excited to talk about this. I know we're a little behind, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's still in theaters. It's still relevant. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be coming soon to uh, uh, HBO Max, I guess. You know, in another month or so. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm sure. So, uh, what I will go with you first. What were your your well? What were your expectations? Uh, like, did you have expectations about the Batman before it came out, or were you just kind of like, yeah, let's see what what happens? I was very much, let's see what happens because the Batman is probably my favorite, you know, one of my favorites growing up for sure, reading it. And, um, even still now, I don't, I'm not certainly not current on it, but I still keep an eye on things. Like I love that property. I love that character. And I know that when I have expectations on things, that's when I really, I shoot myself in the foot and I Mm -hmm. don't let, um, let the directors and the the writer's vision just kind of come through. And so that's what I wanted to do with this one. Um, and I was very happy that I did that because I had a great time. I really enjoyed it. There's definitely things about it that I was even in the first and second viewing. I was like, eh. but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, overall, I just really had a great time with it. I, I felt like they respected a lot of the source material, um, even more than a lot of the other films did. And, yeah. um, but yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. How about you? Yeah, I, you know, I went in the same way. Uh, like, I really didn't have any expectation. Um, I, I real, I, you know, if anything, I was okay. I, like, my favorite Batman was of so far has been the Dark Knight, uh, mm-hmm. the Dark Knight uh, with Christian Bale. Like, so far that was, of you course. know, after that movie, I was done. I was like, okay, you yeah, thanks, it, I, yeah. you did it. Um, even though Dark Knight Rises wasn't as good as as that one, it's still, you know, I still enjoyed that. So mm-hmm. when the Ben Affleck one came about, um, you know, there was a lot of outcry. Obviously, I was one of the people, too, who was like, what the hell are they doing? You know, but th- yeah. but when afterwards, he turned out to be OK. And then even with that, I was like, yeah. well, what the hell am I? What was I all riled up about? Like, I, right. you know, I had Dark Knight. Like, I'm fine, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so with this, I kind of went into the, the theater like, uh, you know, somebody who ate a big meal and then someone said, Hey, are you hungry? You want to try this meal out? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I guess so. You know, I was already full, yeah. but I'll, I'll eat it. And, uh, <laughs> um, so, so with that said, I, I thought it was really interesting. You know, I, I think it's interesting how far we've come, um, mm-hmm. to, to, you know, we used to beg for a comic book movie to resemble a comic book. And now we've got one where it really is like, a very, very moody, one of the mm-hmm. moody Batman comic books where it's just kind of like just him, you know, and and it's just him and Gordon yeah. are the are basically the partners in this. Um mm-hmm. I, I I did like it. 
it took me it, it took me some time to think about it like after i while i was experiencing it i did i didn't feel like it was slow but i did feel like it was a lot of it was very um very serious like deadly deadly serious mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and the and in the age of marvel marvel's figured out a way to do comedy and 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 drama at the same time and and so to be so to have this very very deadly serious uh movie was was kind of it's startling at first um i i uh i thought robert patterson was fine but i i didn't really Pat- get a sense Pattinson, sorry, I, you know, I, <laughs> yeah, I always say that. I, I, you know, I didn't really get a sense of of him in this role. Like he really was, he was fine as Batman, but I didn't. There wasn't anything about him that I thought that said, "Wow, he really nailed it." Like it was just, it, it almost could have well, been. It was so anybody. introspective, you know what yeah. I mean? Like he had his voiceover and everything, but it was another one of those things where you didn't really. It, it was the subtlety that was key, you know. Yeah. He wasn't trying to inject himself into Batman, you know. Yeah. Thinking he yeah, was yeah. trying to to um, set the mood, set the tone, and and let the actions and the the stage speak for itself. Yeah, um, and I, I mostly liked his costume. I thought it was I thought it was interesting the the way that it was very um, mm-hmm. hands on. It, it like it looked like something you could cosplay very easily if you wanted to. Um, I don't know about very easily. I'm sure. Well, I, I meant yeah, hours, yeah, yeah, it's it's yes, true. I agree. <laughs> I mean, I I was thinking about the pants probably more than anything. Oh. I was like, oh, I <laughs> I can get those. Um, but uh, um, uh, the cowl. I don't know why something about it was too too sleek and thin. But it was that's my own thing. I don't know what that's yeah. a, what that's about with me. Um, I thought. Yeah. Uh, I thought you Gordon mentioned before you didn't like the placement of the ears or the yeah maybe that was something it about that I don't know Some, something about the ears were off to me I, I'm not sure like I guess I like the long I like when they're long like it kind of has an interesting look to it you know and mm-hmm. and uh, these were a little a little short but I mean some of the but it was it was a well done movie it was it was well written well actually I, I don't mm-hmm. want to say it's well written because the more I think about it hmm. I think it could have been uh, in terms of the Riddler. As the Riddler, they're definitely trying to give you a seven vibe, for sure. And and they definitely want to want to prove Batman's detective skills in this the most. Mm-hmm. But seven the, and Zodiac, are yeah, huge, obvious yeah. influences. Oh yeah, yeah. And but the only problem is is that the mystery was a little wasn't as you know wasn't as thought out to me as as it was a little too on the nose with what it is. Um, when you find out the end result, like it's, it's kind of really wasn't, wasn't a, a, a mystery at all. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. What was funny it, to me, and I mean, it's been out long enough that I, I feel like we can, we can speak freely. Yeah. Um, I, I had heard someone else talking about how explosive the twist was at the end where, you know, really it was Batman helping. He got, he manipulated Batman into helping him out Falcone and, and that's the only re- way that he could shoot him. And I'm like that, but that wasn't to me. That didn't so- seem like a twist at all. Like yeah. that was just blatantly stated, like from yeah. the very beginning. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, sure, maybe not to kill him, but I, it was just like a natural conclusion as an audience member. Yeah, because um, even when they when he, when it happened, you're kind of like, oh wow, okay. But but again, yeah. I didn't feel like. Oh my God! This is a game changer. Like it didn't. Right. It, it wasn't that the epic for me. The twist for me wasn't even a twist, but like the surprise was 
the the bombs and um you know the the van like the extra yeah. <laughs> the extra ending basically yeah after, yeah the surprise uh, was the, the, the surprise was you thought the credits were coming and then yes. all of a sudden yeah <laughs> all of a sudden you're like oh there's 30 more minutes of movie and, yeah and this whole thing yeah so um so yeah that that was really the only thing that made me go like oh okay yeah but and um, you, you and you know what I I saw so I don't know if you saw that deleted scene that that they've released um, no I meant to see it before we recorded today because I saw it this morning but. So I, I, yeah, I, I, so it's a Joker Batman scene mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's, it's happening prior to, you know, the reveal right. of the Riddler. It's supposed to be like going and asking for help. Very yeah. good collector. And I, you know, the minute I saw that scene, it, the scene worked so well to me. Like I thought, wow, that you just cut out the strongest scene in the movie at the same oh, time. Man, I can't wait to see. I should have seen it before. We I, yeah. I could, I could see why they cut it out because it probably would have overshadowed the movie. But at the same time, when I looked at that, I'm like, you know what? That would have been really a lot more interesting in a way if yeah. if you've got – if he's going – you know, if you if you follow the Silence of the Lambs thing where he's going to mm-hmm. the Joker and he keeps confronting him and he's, and he's there in Arkham Asylum, like that was a – that their dynamic there was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like whoever this actor is who's playing him because it was – Yeah, he was the guy from The Eternals. Oh okay. What's oh, name? that kid. Yeah, they are. The, uh, not he's not a kid, but he's younger. Um, I he was the one who who took who kind of like took over the. Uh, uh, Barry who, who, Barry who, Kogan. Kogan. Yes, I'm saying it wrong. I'm saying it wrong. But Barry Kogan. Keegan. Yeah, maybe he was the one that that took over the. Uh, uh, he was making them fight. Like he had the mind control, right? Like mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Um. So he, what I liked about that was, I don't know this, I don't really know him, so I didn't have any kind of personality that I had to put on him, or I, he didn't have to convince me mm-hmm. that he could be the Joker. It was, he was just the Joker. So I, I liked, I, I liked his, even when I saw him in the movie, I thought it was interesting, like when they do have that one shot, um, or, or that one scene at the end of the movie. But I, I really wish they had thought about. I know they probably didn't want to do another Joker movie, but at least this would have been a little different because it would have been would have been the typical Joker movie. It would have been this this kind of uneasy partnership more than than uh, it would have been more interesting than seeing Gordon and and uh, Batman work together. Which I I don't mind that, but I think you had problems with Gordon. You know, right? Well, I had problems with Gordon's uh, choice of vocal uh, <laughs> like, uh just vocals just his his um it felt very much to me like he was playing a caricature of himself on an SNL skit yeah. you know what i mean like very like oh i don't yeah 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 really master the plans yeah and he's got a great voice i mean i think he's a very talented actor i don't i'm certainly not trying to throw any shade on jeffrey Wright, um but that that choice really was the first thing in the film that took me out of it immediately and every time he was on i'm like what are you doing yeah yeah what are you doing who let you do that (laughs) yeah um same thing with the um Police chief, the, the the he only had one very small scene when Batman was in the cage um, with all of the cops, and he's like, 
Batman, do you really want to know? Yeah. You know, it was very, like, Godfather. Yeah. And that's an English actor, so that's not, like, his natural voice. Like, I, I told you, I think I told you, they they all were watching Chicago Fire, CSI, and they're like, <laughs> or, you know, or Hill Street Blues, and like, we're going to get these accents down. Because everyone either spoke like, hey, Batman, how you doing? You doing yeah, good? I, I you was, know? Honestly, I was fine with everybody else. It was just those two that I felt yeah. like took it a little bit too far, and it took me out of... Uh, you know that immersion of the hey, film, but yeah, man, you and I, we're gonna have a bone to pick when we're done here. You know, yeah, like I'm it, yeah. Fine with that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm fine with that in, in some ways, like you know. But it is true. It is. It is but it's true. just over the top, like 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 Very. it just doesn't feel you know because that because that was the thing that Gary well, Oldman mind, did. Colin, I didn't mind Colin Farrell's. Oh, Colin no, Farrell was great. He was. But he, he still had some of that. You know he, what I mean? Like he did, yeah. But it, it something worked. about it worked. Yeah, it worked yeah. a lot better. And I think it was just the which which again I still say he was great, but he was so he was so uh, invisible in that part that you're like, well, why'd they get Colin Farrell? <laughs> you right. know, but right. he was but he was great though. I mean, it 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 shows versatility in an actor that that he it can really does. hide himself and like that. He was actually on an episode of Hot Ones um, recently, and he t- was talking about it. And not only did is it true that he, he talked about how great the makeup was and how free, you know, he could still express himself instead of feeling like it was covered up. But he also talked about how he really didn't expect it to be what it was because he felt like for the first time he could do anything. And it didn't yeah. matter because nobody was really looking at him as Colin Farrell, but like he could just completely just let himself go with a mm-hmm. character and i was like you know that's a really good point because the makeup was so good it didn't feel like wearing a mask yeah right? and it, and it didn't rubbery. make it ridiculous either like it didn't do an no. over the top they did a real person they well um, they did um oh my gosh what was the one from the godfather fredo right Fredo. Oh no, no, no! I mean, like in terms of his face, like it. Like no, his... I know, but even that though, I felt. I mean, if you go back and you look, I, I feel like there was definitely some inspiration there. Not the oh, story, like he. Oh, like oh that, you mean like, like the way he looked a little bit, like he looked yeah, a little and like. It was a, it was a oh, huge inspiration for the character. Yeah. It was supposed to be like the passed over, you know, like yeah. not quite there yet. You know, maybe even a little made fun of. Whatever Matt Reeves was talking about it, you know, and it was yeah, it yeah. was really interesting. And so I mean, I'm like, oh. I could see some visual references there too in the face shapes that they made. They just made him heavier and more, you know, yeah. scarred. But. No, I never even, th- you know, I, I, that passed me by, but that's a good point. I didn't even think of that. He does look, yeah, he does look a little bit like him now that I think about mm-hmm. it. Wow. Yeah, that was really interesting. You know, it's also, because um, there are so many clips. I never actually saw where the whole interview was, but I keep seeing clips from Matt Reeves talking about the movie and his influences and everything. And um, there was one film that I hadn't seen called Clute. And oh, it yeah. Had Jane Donald Fonda Sutherland. And Donald, Donald Sutherland. Yeah. And so I actually rented that this morning and watched it because I had time before we were recording. And I'm like, oh my God, that was such a perfect um parallel it was it was obviously influencing how he was treating the batwoman but the batman catwoman dynamic mm-hmm. yeah um that was really good i was i didn't even know about that movie i was like oh i always love finding little old gems that was 1971 it had the oldest wb logo i'd ever seen in my life yeah i know yeah <laughs> those old stuff that's the one where she's uh, i guess because she, she's a hooker and then she's mm-hmm. in the middle of it of in the scene where you think she's really passionate and then all of a sudden she looks at her watch kind of like, yes. Yeah. 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 
No, it's it's yeah. yeah that that's a well made movie. That's interesting. Yeah, he a lot of his a lot of the things that he's influenced by. Uh, I I really liked yeah. that he incorporated a lot of those things in mm-hmm. the movie. He just he's a, he's a director that takes his time, which is fine. It's just sometimes mm-hmm. I I think the movie needed. I, I don't even want to say levity. It's, it's not that it needed levity, but it needed needed some lighter points sometimes. I don't I think. know. I was fine with it, and I think the reason that I was fine with it. Um, and honestly, even embraced it was because you mentioned, you know, how, how Marvel is and how DC is and um, what we've gotten used to as an audience. And what I haven't liked about the DC films, especially when we're talking about the Zack Snyder ones, is, you know, the very slow-mo lens flare, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. And I felt like this film got so far away from that by doing things in like with people actually moving slowly and taking time with their dialogue and taking time with um, the scene and not actually having it slowed down yeah. on film in post, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I thought, I thought that that was fitting and I really liked it. And you know, what else was really interesting I, I learned today was that um, they actually were looking for lenses of cameras that were the most technically flawed so they could get some really old school noir shots when, especially the, when they were doing the car chase scene and everything like that. And I'm just like, all of the thought that kind of went into that and making it a really gritty grounded um, retro yet current, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Like I, I really, as much as there are absolutely things in it that I was like, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I did you like the way he treated Alfred? Like, did you, did you have a problem with like, I thought it was outfit. fine because of where he was in his uh, character arc. I, yeah. I was very much like, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like, he's supposed to be the most, like, brooding 20-something, like, mad at everybody kind of thing. I don't think that he's going to continue to... I certainly hope that in future films, you know, we would see um, a difference there. But, yeah, no, I completely... I was I was honestly really on board with Robert Pattinson's yeah. um, thing. Everything except for his hair as Bruce Wayne. His hair when it was messy and dirty looked fine and appropriate, but when he had that damn flat flop of a fucking hair, oh, the, I was yeah, like, yeah. Who, who? How much money do you have? No one can do like at least style that for you. Yeah. <laughs> You look like the lead singer from uh, My Chemical Romance, you know. At uh, one point. No, don't even put that name <laughs> on My Chemical Romance's name. No, <laughs> he just he. Uh, no, it was just limp and it was not good. But again, anytime he was Batman, I saw why they went with that length, and I liked the grit and I liked the way that they had it kind of messy, and, and that was good. So yeah. I understand the length, but I was just like, when he was in that funeral scene, I was really like, dude, you. You need to see somebody. You, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I could take care of you right now. <laughs> oh my god! Barbara comes in. Now I, I I like a lot of the setup. I want to see you know again with these movies, mm-hmm. it's going to live and die by the sequel. Um, I feel like yes and no. Like I felt like there was so much in this film that even if we don't get another one, I'm really happy with it. Now I want another one. I want to yeah. see where it goes. I want to see where the character grows because obviously, you know, the whole point was. Um, 
him having to go through like a, a literal rebirth at the end with him, you know, like mm-hmm. falling into the water and becoming baptized and realizing that he has to be a different type of hero because he's inspiring the wrong kind of reaction in his city. You know, he's inspiring yeah. other people to, um, to be like him in the most negative fashion versus, you know, a positive inspirational fashion. So, um, so I don't know. I, I, I really and I loved how they treated Catwoman because they really got her origin story um, closer to right and honestly probably like right. Yeah, no, <laughs> they, right. she was she was um, good. more so than anyone else um, yeah. as far as the the actual story went. And I really do hope that uh, we get to see. I know that we're doing a spinoff show with the cops of Gotham and with the Penguin. Mm-hmm. I would love to see a spinoff show with Catwoman. Um, in Bloodhaven. That would be so cool. Um, yeah. yeah, really, really good. I do think that there were some, again, some strange choices vocally with the Riddler, but I, I got it. Like that didn't bother me as much. Like when he was doing his really weird, like, I got it. That was like a manic kind of, you know, thing. Um, but I, I did really like how they finally treated the Riddler serious. And mm-hmm. not, you know, spangly. Not the jokey Gemstone kind of. Yeah. 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 No, I, 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 I thought it was, I thought it was good. Like I said, it was, uh, it was very well done. I, I didn't have any, I didn't have any expectations. Mm-hmm. So I think in, in that same way, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't expecting it to, cause it, cause it, it, going into it, you don't even know where it fits into what they're doing. Cause you've got so many Batman projects coming out. You've got, You've got Batman yeah. coming out. You've got Michael Keaton's Batman. You've got uh, Ben Affleck's Batman. He's still not gone because um, he's going to show up in Flash and in something else. Mm-hmm. So you know you don't know where it all fits in. But I but I do like this. I, I you know I well, like these separate little projects in a way because I that's also just like it. I like that it doesn't have to fit in. Yeah, like I like the Joker movie. Like I think about that mm-hmm. and that's its own thing. And I like mm-hmm. uh, uh, I like these little character study films. So and one of my friends had a really good um thought and I think it's it's totally true when I was telling her that I really liked the Batman and I went and saw it twice and and she's like oh I haven't seen any of those movies and I and I mentioned I'm like oh it's nice because this isn't connected to any of the other movies so you don't mm-hmm. have to you know you don't have to worry about that if it's something that you want to go see you can just go see it yeah. and she's like that, you know that really takes a lot of pressure off because it can be really intimidating trying to like dive into a franchise Um, and feel like you don't know where you're going because even though finally we got a Batman movie where we don't see his parents die, you know, even though it plays very heavily in the the themes and the tone of the film as it should. Um, but even without them, like seeing them die on film on camera, you get that you would get that if this was the first Batman movie that you ever saw, Mm -hmm. you would absolutely understand what was going on. Even just with the small dialogue between him and Alfred about like, you're not your father and your father gave this to me and this, that and the other and who they were, you know, I mean, all of that, I feel like would almost be a better introduction than just seeing it, you know, as a montage before a movie starts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, that makes sense. I I have a lot of really, really great things to say. I also um, think that Batman was pretty dumb in a lot of it. Yes. (laughs) He was just, like, actively dumb. Like, how would he not 
think about the angle of the shots of the cameras Mm -hmm. for for all of those um, photos that were being sent out, right? And how would he not think about even trying to look up what the murder weapon was once he had it? And how would not anybody in the police station think about searching the whole house, including the garage, and notice that there's a giant you know, sheer stuck in one of the tires. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, there, there's a lot of things there where I'm just like, okay, well, he, sloppy. I mean, he it's showed up, sloppy. he showed up at the, uh, uh, that club right after he, you know, know. At, in the same way that he showed <laughs> up as, uh, the same angle, Batman. the same way, the same inflection. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all that guy needed to do was just like put his hand up and say, hey, you're, you're Batman, know. you know? This is Batman. Yeah, but there were so many times when I felt like there, there were several shots. I actually really liked the bat costume. I know you mentioned before that you didn't. I, I was on board with all of it. I thought it was good. Um, there were so many shots that felt like they were right out of the Arkham games. Mm-hmm. Like they looked like screen grabs. They were like so good. He looked so good in that way where you're just like, I am right there in Arkham City, and I'm I'm Batman. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then as far as his little, the only thing I did think was kind of awkward was his little chest plate that came out his emblem that came out to cut and it's not that it did that like i thought it was fine but the there was that one scene where he cuts like the crime scene tape with it and it was such a heavy-handed foreshadowing that i just felt like was not necessary at all like he didn't need he could have just opened that door (laughs) you know what i mean like he didn't need to show like look the bat symbol can also cut so that later in the movie you believe that it can cut you know (laughs) like no he could have just done it at the end with the um electrified you know cords and it would have i think been more effective because it would have been a surprise and be like oh that's cool you know yeah yeah it felt like a you know and here is the toy uh ad just wait for the toy where you have your yeah your tearaway nice bat emblem. <laughs> I know that was a yeah that was a that was a long way to go for that you know mm-hmm. like it just just seemed to uh, I I didn't I mean I I wasn't even I missed it the first time around so I didn't even mm-hmm. think about it but yeah but I, I I you know it is a weird thing to have a pocket knife as your emblem. On yeah. that. Well, <laughs> again, I don't mind that it is. I just I thought the way they shot it at for I was just like get out of that stop that. Yeah, because it was like such a big thing about him then like clicking it back into place, and it was all mm-hmm. just in frame. And you're just like, can we, can we not? We know that Batman has something sharp, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's funny. But but yeah, as again, I have a million things I could tear it apart for, but I actually really loved it enough to go see it again. Still really enjoyed it. Didn't think it was too long. I did think that the the whole surprise bombs at the end totally did surprise me and i know that he said that the signs were there all along and i'm like man even on my second viewing i guess i wasn't really paying attention to that and i'm like i don't know were there signs for for blowing up the dam because i don't remember i mean the dam was dam was a surprise to me i like i didn't (laughs) it was a damn surprise yeah really Like there was no mention of you know we got to do something about the waterway commissioner you know right or something. right so <laughs> and I know that they actually do flood the um, flood Gotham in in one of the comic series that I didn't read and I mean it makes sense to really kind of bring the city low and yeah. have that I love that they really refer to the power grab that's going to happen and the the change in uh, dynamic and where you we're, we're really going to get to see 
more villains want the spotlight and want, you know, mm-hmm. to to come out of the woodwork. Maybe people who weren't villains before feel like they have an opportunity. So, I mean, I, I'm really excited for where, what they could do with this. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there I do feel like there was a lot of just setting up for spinoffs. I mean, we obviously have set up, like we said, for the Penguin. Now, what I don't remember, and I, I, I thought was that it's two different shows, one show about the Penguin and one show about the cops of Gotham. See, and... I, I, I thought it was about, I thought, I thought the opposite. I, I thought there was a Catwoman show, I, oh, I, at least I heard. I mean, and then I thought there was the, the cop show, but the Penguin was going to be featured in it. And maybe that's what it was. Maybe Because, yeah. again, I'm, I, I haven't like done my, my super digging, but I did think it was funny that they really wanted to make sure you knew who Martinez was, even though they didn't utilize him at all. In this yeah. film, other than like a huh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, so he's gonna, you know, he'll be bigger in the in the show, I'm sure. Oh, and I did, I did like uh, John Turturro. I thought he was good. Oh, he as, was great, great. as, as was Carmine great. Falcone, sporting those like fantastically retro persoles that were just so beautiful. And I'm <laughs> like, yes, you are rocking it. Um, <laughs> And yeah, he, he was fantastic. And I just, the whole storyline with him and Selena was, like I said, so straight out of the comics, especially when you're talking about the long Halloween specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but even her origin story from other things, I was so happy. I was so happy. It was so well done. Yeah. I was just like, yes, this is perfect. You know, it did, they didn't have to do it like as a su- super heavy handed thing. Um, I loved the way that. They used the voice recordings, which I felt like was another thing that I saw from Clute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, having her her leave a voicemail message for Selena. Um, uh, and it was yeah, it was just really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. I was I was all about it. I thought it was great, even yeah. though again, plenty of things I can complain about, but I don't let that stop me from enjoying a movie. You yeah, know what I yeah. mean? Like not exactly. anymore. Anyway, I used to be really nitpicky and be like, no, 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 they should have done this and they should have done that. Yeah, yeah. And I can still have those opinions, but now I don't, I'm, I'm a little easier on things, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I want to, I want to see it again. You know, I'm waiting for it to come to arrive at HBO and, uh, uh, which, which, like I said, I think it's next month. So yeah. I'm anxious to see it again. That was one thing that I felt after it finished. I, I just, you know, it was a long, I didn't feel tired. I didn't, it didn't, you know, sometimes I get tired watching movies, but it didn't feel that at all. Um, I just, I just felt the time though. That's the only thing. But, but I think, I wonder if I'll feel that way at home, you know, because the other thing I I think of the matrix, because the matrix was another like three hour epic that felt, that one felt like work, Mm -hmm. you know, the newest, the new one. Um, But we watched that at home, right? Yeah, okay. we watched that at home, but that one felt like work a little bit. Like that one was, you know, it was, it was, I enjoyed parts of it, but I, but it wasn't the experience that I was expecting. Yeah. Um, uh, cause I, cause even the weird thing is when you have something like that at home, I remember when I was younger, I would go back to the movies and see these a bunch of times, but the fact that I have that film and I have it here. And I haven't watched it again. You know, it's just kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also probably because there's so much content now um, that who yeah. has time to watch. The, you know, oh we're lucky gosh, to get yeah. through something twice. <laughs> I know, and it's funny because I do find myself rewatching certain things. Um, 
but a lot of times it's shows I'll yeah. watch because it's almost like I, I'm happy to have something that I can, if I want to watch three hours of, I can, because you can just keep watching other episodes, but it's also really nice to be like, I only really have 40 minutes tonight. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's watch, let's watch the show. And you don't have to think about it. You just, you know that that's what you're watching. You just come home, you have some dinner, you watch a show and then you, ha- you go about whatever else it is that you need to do. Mm-hmm. You know, the the stupidest thing happened to me. So I wanted to see the new Scream movie. And uh, I I don't know why I didn't didn't put two and two together that it would show up on Paramount. So I bought it, you know. And then the the, the very next week, it shows up on Paramount+. Plus. And I'm like, ah! No! So, yeah. So I did get to... Did you get to see Scream, the, the new one? No, I haven't. Although I do have Paramount+, Plus, so I'm sure that's something that we'll watch sometime. Although, I don't even know when the last Scream movie was that I watched. I don't know that I'm current, but I, I think also it don't was, know that it matters. <laughs> yeah, it probably doesn't matter. I mean, I think the last one was in 2011. Oh, and, yeah, but it's, I don't know. And, uh, th- yeah, that was the fourth one. But I really, li- I mean, for me, I really I really enjoyed the th- the three, the original three, because I got the, the last, the third one, I, I got to see it. Uh, I was in California, and Wes Craven was doing a, a talk, so I got to see the third one. And then afterwards, he just talked about the whole series. Mm-hmm. And I was right, I literally was like second row, like I uh, and it, it's not like I'm a big, like I was a huge, huge fan of Scream, but that that was one of the films that, um, you know, I used to shy away from horror films and it kind of, it, it, when it came out in 90, whatever it was, I don't even remember, 96, um, it kind of pulled me in a little bit and I started to feel more comfortable with horror because I mm-hmm. used to be a scaredy cat with horror, <laughs> with horror films. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I wanted to see what they were going to do because, there's this tendency now, ever since Star Wars came out, uh, the the uh, the Force Awakens, is to get the old gang back together, you know. Right. Um, and uh, uh, and I always feel like, not that this happens in this, but I've always felt like all the movies that that do that now, they all, it's always like you have, it's the end of the movie, and they everybody shows up in this like I love Lucy lineup, you know, like they're all right. standing fa- face forward, <laughs> you know. Um, so it was. I wanted to see what they're going to do with it, and I, I thought it was good. I liked it. You know, it was fine. It was what it, what I expected, um, but it it wasn't. It didn't. You know, it didn't tear the genre apart. It just was kind of just a reboot of sorts, but yeah. just with the whoever was left of the original. <laughs> you know, whoever was still alive. Yeah. In, the, in world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was okay. Um, what of uh, anything? I know there's tons of movies that came out, but what's well, uh, there? Well, yes, there's tons of movies that came out, but honestly, what's fresh in my mind was um, something we watched last night on Paramount Plus, the first episode of the Halo series that they did, the live action Halo series. And boy, I really thought that was a strong episode one. I was like, yes, let's do this. I don't even play Halo because I I don't have an Xbox. And I'm just like, you know, this is great. Um, and I also, I mean, I do, I could play on PC. I think, I think it is PC available also, but I'm not a PC gamer outside of WoW. That's all I do. Yeah. I would have watched it too. I didn't, uh, I didn't see that it, cause I, I was looking for something last night and I, I watched something else, but I, I didn't, 
I didn't see that Halo was up yet. Oh, you know, I, well, I, I don't want to. You're it. not late. <laughs> oh no, you know? I know, but it, but it was like one of those. I saw a commercial for it last night. And I wanted to watch it. When I went to Paramount, it wasn't there. So I wonder mm. if Maybe it was, it was one of those things. Evening. Yeah, like it came up at like you know after after seven or something. Maybe. So, but that's cool. I want. I do. I really want to watch it. Um, I I only I know nothing about the game either. But like everybody else, you know. Who didn't own an Xbox? I that's all we ever heard about was Halo this, Halo that. Yeah, you know? and they so. had there was something. I mean, I had watched like uh, what was that, Red versus Blue, like the little series that was like a little funny series. Oh um, yeah, I don't think I do. Oh, it was funny. I remember watching. That was a long time ago. Um, I can't really remember anything about it other than it was making me laugh. <laughs> yeah, I know Peter Jackson was originally going to direct it. Like that was a big one. Mm-hmm. Um. um I think we should stop talking about Halo. Yes, I, <laughs> it's yeah, been yeah, nothing yeah, but Halo bad luck. Halo yeah. is bad luck. Okay. <laughs> Every time we talk about Halo, yeah, something bad happens to us. I know we we all we both had P, uh, Playstations. We didn't have Xbox. I'm sorry. We're gonna try and watch it. Our apologies. We won't. Uh, we won't do it again. <laughs> um. I, I have been listening to uh, of all the weirder things that came out is Back to the Future the musical came opened in London, oh, really? and and uh, it is it is uh it it's very corny but it is it looks like it might be a lot of fun as a fun little musical comedy so that's kind of if anyone's interested in hearing it it's it's on iTunes so you could listen to it for free. Um, cool. It sounds like they really did a, a a good job of incorporating things and. Uh, and just looking at the, some of the stage stuff, like it looks like it looks pretty unbelievable. Just like uh, how they were able to achieve some of the effects and the driving and stuff like that. So that's um, awesome. Yeah, so that's a little fun thing. Yeah, I've been listening to the Sandman Act Two oh, on nice. Audible lately. Again, it's great, great cast. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's really is interesting how um, how they can translate so much with with real actors that you recognize their voices and you can just imagine them in the role it, mm-hmm. it's going to make it difficult when the netflix show comes out i'm going to be so used to <laughs> yeah different people in, in different roles <laughs> yeah i i really i can't wait for that show but i i do want to hear that i don't have audible though that's the only thing mm. but i have been wanting to hear that because i i did read i've been i i started rereading the comics again um because they're so um uh they're kind of anthology like, you know, like yeah. the, that, uh, I, you know, it's going to be fun, even though there is a, 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 a through story, but they, they are kind of self-contained stories as well, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, did you, yeah, and you saw, I don't remember, did we talk about turning red? Did you get to see that one? Oh, we didn't talk about it. I didn't get to see it, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it looks good. Yeah. That was a fun one. Oh, we, that just came out. It's a new Pixar one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll wait till you see it to talk about it. Cause I think it's, it's a cute little movie. Okay. Um, I did see, I, I, you know, I, I, with the Oscars this weekend, I, I really, I'm blanking on a lot of what what was nominated, oh, but yeah, I hadn't even looked. I know West Side Story was nominated, Power of the Dog. I did see Power of the Dog. Um, oh, yeah, how was that? I thought that was really it was a Jane Campion film. It's really, uh, really deadly serious. But uh, what's his name is is really good in it. It's about uh, he's a rancher. Uh, what's it? I, I said what's his name, and I can't think of his name. Uh, Doctor Strange. Um, uh Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Yes. He's really good to the point where um 
you know, he's he's kind of this angry rancher, but he's well educated, but he's kind of had to take care of the the family. Um and he lives with his brother and you know the the gist of it is his brother is deciding to take on a wife who's Christian Dunce who just was widowed and uh so when he brings his new wife to to the the estate that's where the hijinks ensues you know because mm-hmm. um he really is he really wants no part of this woman and he's just making life difficult for her Hmm. Um, it's a very, it's, I don't want to say dark. It's just like a very, uh, you know, you, if you think Batman was brooding, I mean, this is like yeah. unrelenting, you know, but, oh, but really uh, make know, me want to watch it. You know? Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, it's one of those films cause it, it's even like, you know, I, I'm sure it'll win best picture, but at the same time, I'm like as good as it was. Cause I thought it was really good. At the same time, you're like, really? This is going to represent, you know, this this year yeah. for us. <laughs> well, I got I to say, I have not watched all of these, but I did just look up the nominees for Best Picture since we're talking about okay. it. And there were a couple surprises to me. So uh, the first on the list that I'm looking at is Nightmare Alley, which mm-hmm. I have to disagree with. I don't think it should be in this category. Um, I It's not that I hated the film or anything like that, but I just don't think... I didn't like it. Was it. You know what I mean? I didn't yeah. like it. So I'm like, I don't think there's a band there. <laughs> I mean, I did like it, but I agree with you. It's not a best, it's not a best picture movie. Yeah, it's not like, I'm very uh, surprised to see it here. Yeah. Dune yeah. is on there, um, which I think, you know. I disagree I, with that one too, it's, yeah. It's almost like it was an in- inevitability. Like, of course, they're going to put Dune up in the nominees. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, whether or not it belongs there. And I really did love Dune. So I don't know. I'd be happy if it won. But I don't. I haven't seen all the other ones. Belfast, which I haven't seen, but it's the Kenneth Branagh film. Yeah, I want to see dog. that uh, King Richard with Will Smith, which I have not seen. No. Don't Look Up, which was the comedy, which yeah. I thought was... I mean, it was funny. It was interesting. But again, Best Picture, I don't know. It just had a lot of famous people in it. And yeah. It was funny. Yeah. Um, Drive My Car, which I don't know at all. I haven't heard of that one. Licorice Pizza. Which I, I, I actually like that one. That's uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Yes. Yes. And the sing- the, uh, one, of the, one of the girls from Haim is oh, the star okay. of it. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't even see a trailer for that one yet. West Side Story, like you said, and Coda. That's the other one. Coda, I, I want to see. most of them. Yeah. Coda's the one about the, the deaf family and the, and the one, yes. except for the one girl. Yeah. That's right. an well, Apple that's what one. that means. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's, I, I do, I do want to see that. Um, I did like West Side Story. Mm-hmm. Um, I had some, did you, you saw that one too, right? I did not see it. You didn't see no, it yet? Okay. I liked it. It's just you have to. You really have to let go of the original one. Well, I've so seen ingrained. the original one. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. I feel like I've seen it because of every you know movie montage that's ever happened. I feel like I've seen most of the clips out of context, right? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I've yeah. Never actually sat down and watched it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I liked it. I thought it was. I thought it was. Um, I thought it was interesting. You know. Okay. Uh, it, you know what's so funny is at the end, uh, not I'm talking at the end of the movie, but at the end of the credits, it just says, for my dad, like Steven Spielberg wrote that. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to start this rumor that when it says, for my dad, and someone says, oh, for his dad, I wanted to start saying, yeah, you know, everyone knows Spielberg's dad was Puerto Rican, right? You knew that. <laughs> and just to see how far it goes. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's funny. But so I let's do, do okay, since I have this list up, we never do this. Let's do best actor and best actress. Okay, so okay. best actor, top of the list, obviously my pick, Andrew Garfield from Tick, Tick, Boom, which oh, I yeah. felt like he was so incredible in. I would yeah. really love to see him win for that. He was but great. once again, I haven't seen these others, so, you know, uh, grain of salt and all that. Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos. Uh, uh, he was okay. I mean, I it was. That, yeah, I I saw it. It was. It, I mean, it was good. It 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 was just. Yeah, I mean, it was. He was good. I mean, it's hard to do a, a caricature of somebody who's so famous, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but but I don't know if it's Oscar worthy, but it was good. Mm-hmm. Will Smith for King Richard, Benedict Cumberbatch for Power of the Dog. Yeah, he was good. And then Denzel Washington for the tragedy of Macbeth. Which I I want to see that that's yeah, that's that a Coen Brothers film or well, one of the brothers directed mm. it. Mm-hmm. So and uh, I've been wanting to see that because it looks really interesting. Um, mm. But the who was who was the person you just said? Oh uh, wait, you said King Richard. Wilson. I said Benedict Cumberbatch for Power of the Dog, Javier Bardem, and Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Yeah. I would like to see Andrew Garfield win, but I I have I a feeling win. it's going to be Benedict Cumberbatch if yeah. from that list. Yeah, probably. Um, best actress, we've got Jessica Chastain from The Eyes of Tammy Faye, which she was fantastic in. She was good, yeah. Um, Kristen Stewart from Spencer, which I still have not seen. I haven't seen that either. Penelope Cruz from Madres uh, Paralelas. Par- Paralelas, yes, okay. Olivia Coleman from The Lost Daughter, and Nicole Kidman from Being the Ricardos. Yeah, I mean, she was, she was great as Lucy, too, but mm-hmm. I, I, there's a point where. It's you know there's TV movie and then there's motion picture and and being the Ricardos felt like a TV movie to me. I don't know if that's mm. a weird thing to say. It was good, but it just didn't feel like like a big motion picture. Um, so I, I would assume it should be. Uh, what was the first person you mentioned? Oh, I'm sorry. Scroll back up. It was Jessica Chastain. Yeah, it should be her. I mean, she was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody. And then there's only one more that I'll do, and that's the best animated feature. Um, okay. We've got Encanto. We've got Flea, which I don't know. No. Raya and the Last Dragon. Okay. Luca and the Mitchells versus the Machines. The oh. only one I haven't seen is Flea. And I like all of those other I You know, the Mitchells versus like the Machine was such a surprise. Like, that was such a good movie. Um, I didn't like it as much as I wanted to. No? I felt like I wanted to like it more. I actually... I don't. I've never really thought about pitting Encanto uh, up against Luca, but I kind of want Luca to win. Luca was really I don't good. Know. Yeah. I could be swayed. I wouldn't be mad if Encanto won, but yeah, um, Luca was so special. Yeah, it was a different type of. I could. Yeah, that that is a tough choice between those two because because yeah. in I mean here we're all you know it's Encanto every hour on the hour. But yes, I love and I love it. I would not yeah. be mad if it won. And but, but the same thing with Luca. We we you know we've seen that movie. I've seen both of those movies probably the same amount of times, yeah. uh, and uh, they both of them never disappoint. You know, they, yeah. they, every time you you rewatch them. So yeah, that's a hard choice. I don't I don't know mm-hmm. which one I would go with because I, I really would want to look up one. Flea because I, I don't even know. And Flea is spelled F L E E, hmm. by the way, not. F-L-E-A. <laughs> so yeah, for anyone yeah. who's looking things up. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Well, now what about the, the one that we're all waiting for is, is a short uh, documentary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's interesting though. Um, yeah, I, I don't even really look at the Oscars anymore. I have to say, it's one of those things that just kind of comes and goes, and I'm like, oh yeah, what was it? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, I, you know, I used to be all about it too. Uh, and ever since, I think ever since the start of the pandemic, it's been, uh, you know, I think the one the we tuned in uh, that that first year after the when the pandemic started, and it was kind of a weird ceremony to begin with. But it it really something about it all has lost its its luster, you know. For me, yes. um, it doesn't really mean as much as it. And I think it's maybe because of the way that we watch content now. You know, we don't all yeah. watch it the same way, and it's yeah, yeah. It's it's a really it, everything is everything just feels different. Like with with this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, because I, I mean, there's so many these movies get mixed in. Like, I what was the other thing I saw? I saw oh, I saw Jackass Forever because it was on <laughs> Paramount Plus. Um, that's one that I I know I never would have gone to the movies to see that, you know. And if it wasn't yeah, on Paramount Plus, you know. So yeah, I mean, it was it was fine. I was just curious to see what what they were gonna do because yeah. I I saw the cast is now very much more inclusive. You know, they have uh, a a woman and they have uh, two. Uh, two uh, black guys who are part of it. And then there was another younger Hispanic guy. So it's kind of like they added, they, they kind of <laughs> mix, did a mix of, of, uh, of a group just to, just to add newer blood to it. So, mm-hmm. but, but it was fine. I mean, after a while, there's only so many penises you can look at, you know, <laughs> it's like, Oh, yeah. people Speaking doing of things. Penises, I don't think that we had talked about Pam and Tommy on the show. Oh, yeah. I still haven't watched it. My wife watched it. Yeah, I heard it was a really it good was good so one. It was so funny. It was, it, it was, I saw the penis scene was funny. Well, there's lots of penis, but like yeah. there's one in particular where he's talking to his penis and his penis is talking and it's hilarious. <laughs> um, Jim but, Henson's company did that, right? Yeah. Those things, yeah. Yes, it was a practical effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was, but it was so good. And I really liked um, how they made people that I didn't, I never felt a connection to Pam and Tommy. Like I, like as a, in, in real world, like I didn't mm-hmm. care about them at all. And it really did. It made you care. It made you care about what was going on and what was happening to them. Pam in particular, it, the, the show very much heavily leaned on that she was an innocent person who was mostly affected by this, which yeah. I 100% believe, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, um, yeah. and it's another one of those things. It's the same director from um, I, Tanya, and it was the same thing where you almost feel like this can't be real, mm-hmm. but it is. And it's just so inherently like zany and like goofball. And you're like, these aren't real people, but they are yeah. and this is what happened to a degree obviously there might be some artistic li- licenses taken here and there but i i really feel like wow this is crazy and i never knew you know so much of this story and how how insane it all really was mm-hmm. um so really highly recommend that that's another short like six episode or something like that show and boy oh boy never <laughs> Never thought I would ever be so disgusted by Sebastian Stan. I was like, (laughs) even though he was very sweet in so many of the the episodes too. The very first episode is actually a little hard to watch because first of all, Pam's not really in it. It is all about Tommy and um, the people who are working on his house who end up being the people that, you know, are the antagonists of the film. Yeah. And um, he's so awful to them and is just so unlikable. And it makes it hard for you to like him through the rest of the 
the show too, but it, you, they really do focus on the genuine connection that he and, and um, Pam had. And I yeah. do appreciate that because there are awful people out there who do find somebody that they love and they're not awful to that person. And that is a real thing. So I don't know. I was good. Cool. Yeah. I do want to watch it. I, I, that's what, that's on my list. Like I, I, I smuggled in like uh we, we crashed, which I've been watching those episodes i don't know if you know oh, I about that one Mm-mm. that's about the uh uh you know the oh yes yes yeah. we watched the first um episode just the first episode oh, okay. we're not far in at all yeah it's about the 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 whole we uh what was it called we uh, uh we share or we something? share yeah yeah um offices it's know. funny because i saw um in hathaway on a talk show talking about how, I mean, they filmed this for like six months or something. It was a long time. And you know how Jared Leto is a method actor. Yeah. And so she really didn't feel like she got to know him until like, she really basically felt like she met him for the first time when they were doing a press junket or screening or something like far after it being done. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, so everyone has their process, but at the same time, I always kind of find it a little you bit know, to be horseshit, you know, he's, <laughs> he's, all that. he's, you know, he's got the whole cult thing going. He's yeah. got, you know, he's a, he's a real special person. You know, I, I looked at, uh, uh, you know, he, he, he <laughs> reminds me of James Franco's version of, uh, what's his name? Um, Tommy the director, Wiseau? yeah, yeah. They're very similar in the way that they they speak and the, just the way that they acted about things. Um, yeah, although or probably he's Jared Leto's character. This guy Adam is a little more present mm-hmm. than uh, than Tommy Wiseau was. I can, but I can definitely see the correlation. That's a good call out. But uh, yeah, no, it's good. Have you watched Theranos at all? The uh, the dropout, yeah. Yes, the dropout. We're not. Yeah. I don't think we're current on that either, but we're close to it. We might only be like one episode behind. It's it is. It's very good. It's very interesting. All of these people that are so unlikable and yeah. just. <laughs> I know it's crazy. Really all of these web crazy. web things that all yeah. you know now. There's movies about them all. Yeah, you know? and and honestly, all of these. Um, uh, just uh, con artists and scam artists that they might not even believe that they are. Although there's a lot of shows lately, like uh, we watched um, the Tinder Swindler and oh, we watched yeah. Bad Vegan and we watched there's Anna, know, right? That's else. what's was Anna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that was um, about the socialite, the girl who's who's pretending to be a socialite or yeah. something. Yeah, I mean, and it's so interesting because it's like, wow, these people, they get away with it. Mm-hmm. What are these people thinking? I yeah. mean, we just most recently watched the one called Bad Vegan. And this woman, I'm like, there there has to be a point. Like, you feel bad for her because you feel like she, like somebody has just really kind of gotten in her head and almost in that cult way kind of like manipulated them to think something is true that's not. But yeah. at some point, you're just like, I can't feel bad for you anymore because – like at some point you have to know that this is bullshit. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, like, yeah. and I, I know, I know that that's not how it works and I'm not trying to be insensitive to anybody who's, who might've been in a situation similar, but I don't know. That's a documentary, it's, it's right? Tough. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I think I saw part of it. I don't and think so I saw the, the Tinder Swindler. That was also a documentary. They're, go- I've been they're watching- great. Yeah. I, no, I've been wanting to see that. I've, I've been watching, uh, the tit wait, the t- Tinder swindlers. Which is that one about? That one's about. Well, it's a guy on Tinder who basically, um, you know, like sweeps people off their feet by spending all this money and having all this expensive stuff and taking them on 
uh, plane trips across yes. Europe and this, yes. that, and the other. Okay. But in reality, he's using other people's money to do it. So yeah. he's got several people that he's scamming at the same time and like getting money from one to pay for his extravagant lifestyle style to get another one on the hook. Because mm-hmm. then after, after somebody sees that he's got all this money and is doing all this and it's like just normal for him. And it's just like, he has this whole backstory about how, where his money comes from and everything. So when he's like, I'm in, I'm in trouble and I can't use my card or whatever. And I need you to, to wire me this money. It's almost like you understand that you, you would expect to be paid back because you have seen him physically spend tens of thousands of dollars. So why wouldn't he be able yeah, to, exactly. You know, pay you back. And then all of a sudden, like this one woman, it was like quarter of a million dollars over time that she had given him. And I'm just like, and this is like a normal person too. Like yeah, she was yeah. taking out loan after loan after loan after loan. And I'm like, this, what, what is wrong with you? You know what yeah. I mean? I know. It's like, crazy. I get you 20 bucks for a cab. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's, I'll loan you that, but I'm not going to take out a loan. Yeah, again and is, again and again. <laughs> it is crazy. Yeah, I did. I did see some of that. That was uh, oh, so crazy. Oh, uh, I, the, the other show I've been watching, another the, the our murderer con artist, I guess, is the thing about Pam. Have you been watching that one? The thing about Pam. That's what Renee Zellweger, and it's it's on oh. NBC, but it's so crazy. So she, the thing starts with her and 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 like her best girlfriend. And we, I don't know why she did this yet because it's only about three episodes in, but, and it's a true story, but she murdered her friend and blamed the husband for it. And then the husband was put on trial and went to jail for it. And then she, then after that, she killed somebody else. But it's, uh, it's like, she's like kind of like a serial murderer of sorts, but it's, but it's so weird and she's so uh uh she's so ingrained with the family like uh, that of the woman that she killed like because they mm-hmm. they don't know they think the husband did it like she framed the husband yeah pretty much but it's a really that's a really good one too yep yeah. Renee Zellweger does not look like herself at all she's like all um uh, i don't know if it's a lot of prosthetics or something but she just looks like a different person that's um, interesting so yeah, i haven't heard about that one yeah, it's it's on now. You could probably watch them on uh, on Peacock or one of those or yeah. uh, Hulu. Uh, yeah, it is on Hulu actually as well. We watched the Discovery uh, Star Trek Discovery finale uh, for oh. this season, and this season was not my favorite. I will say, I, I will okay. still one hundred percent stand by. It's a fantastic show, and if you haven't watched it, you should absolutely because number one, the, the first couple seasons are like stellar, like so 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 good. Um, this last season was okay it just was you know a little more touchy-feely and and star trek's allowed to do that it's fine but like it was not as exciting i didn't think and uh but at the very end this is not gonna be like something that spoils any plot points or anything like this um but i've seen photos all around social media anyway but at the very end you you finally meet like the president and it, Stacey Abrams walks out on stage and you're uh-huh. just like, I was like, oh, yeah, that's Abrams. funny. <laughs> and I, it was so funny because the reason I saw um, most of the um, stuff on social media was because apparently, I think Ted Cruz is a big 
um, Star Trek fan. Uh And so he posted about it and was like, what the hell? Or something along those lines. And I was just like, yeah, I said the same thing, but for a very different reason. Yeah, yeah. He's like, why didn't they call me? I had an opening in my schedule. I could have been there in the afternoon. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) Yeah. Can oh my god! Imagine? Oh, so, yeah. So I liked that. I just was like, "That's my." That would have ruined the show the opposite way, though, right? I would have ruined it. Like, oh, this is the future we're fighting for. Yeah. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> and then we're still on our Walking Dead journey. Um, it's back up and running, so we've got new episodes there. And yeah, I'm, I I think I missed the last see how they're going to wrap up. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I got the last I, this two is the last watch. season apparently. But I gotta say, I know I think I've talked about this on a previous podcast. Also, I'm so sick of waiting for my Rick movies. I'm just yeah. like, give me, give me the movies you promised us five years ago. <laughs> yeah, you know who else is sick of waiting is Rick. He's like, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> I left the series and uh, with this movie promise, and you know, well, they, you know, AMC. I don't understand their logic with announcements. They kind of this happened. I remember when Buffy season finale was about to happen, and the day before the season finale happened, they announced that Spike was going to be on Angel. And you're like, why yeah. would you do that? You know, like, because I don't know what's yeah. going to happen, you know. So they did that now with, uh, with Walking Dead, yeah. With Walking Dead, with Negan uh-huh. and, and uh, what's her Maggie. name? Maggie. Mm-hmm. Maggie are going to get their own series. I know. It's like, really? I mean. BFFs. <laughs> yeah. I think it's Maggie because they, they saw the chemistry in those last couple of episodes yeah. and they said, well, we, they, they actually work well, together. they're fan favorites. And they are. And, and the history between them is so volatile that there will never come a time when that's not a dramatic pairing. Yeah. They, they can't do a romance, right? I mean, that would be ridiculous. Oh my God. No, that's not what I'm, that's not the kind of yeah. pairing I, they better not. Oh, they, that I don't would think be, they would. I don't think they would. I don't think they can. That's too. Yeah. That I would don't be think they can. crazy. I don't think they can. <laughs> yeah. I know. Right. We say that now. And now I mean, who knows? 20 yeah. years from now. <laughs> Yeah, you'll be like, I want Negan and, and Maggie to be together, you I know. Really don't, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be weird. The uh uh I did I have been watching Picard. I I do I do I do like it so far. It's been interesting. I still think Patrick Stewart is I don't know what it is about the way he's playing Picard, but it doesn't there's something missing, and I don't know what it is about yeah, his performance well, as Picard. His soul, you know, he's a robot now. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so I watched the first episode of the second season and was just kind of not super into it. Not to say that it was bad, but, like, I yeah. wasn't connecting with it, so it was kind of like doing other things. And it got to the point where um, this last episode that was on, which I think was just episode two, um, my partner was just like, I'm going to put on Picard, and I'm like, yeah, okay. And I just <laughs> kind of went off and did, <laughs> yeah. did my own thing in another room. I'm, like, I'm going to read a book. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not that I won't go back and watch it, but I'm just like, I don't no, know, it, like, I'm in the right mood. I think the next episode was better, but it is funny when you when you have like somebody like Q on, you do Not see true, what's different because it was like, okay, it something about like even when Riker was on in that first season and when Data was on, something about the, those characters, it, it makes Picard Picard again. But when yeah. he's not surrounded by them, 
I don't know this Picard at all. Maybe because we're just used to the stoic Picard and we never really knew the I'm just relaxing in my room Picard, you know, whatever yeah. it is that he that however he is. Because he gets this way about him that he's like, I just want to joke around and be, you know, be funny, you know, like he's not being yeah. that kind of serious Picard that, that I'm used to. And, and maybe that's what it is. You know, he's reti- I guess he's retired, but it's still Something is off. I'm not. I don't know what, but something is off. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. Well, I will say I was very happy to see Q at the end of the first episode. I, 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 it was something that I had. Um, I had certainly not been keeping up on any kind of casting or anything, so I didn't yeah. know that they had they had um, cast Delancey for that season. But I had said to my partner, I was like, I, you know, that's what I want. I want Q to come back, and then yeah. he did, and then I still didn't watch the second episode. I really do. <laughs> <see that. laughs> Well, I like. They I also. What I, wanted and I still didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, I like what they did though. With with when he saw Picard and he changed his face. Yes, the, uh, yeah, it was so perfect. Yeah, let yeah. me catch up. So mm-hmm. that was that was pretty good. No, it, it's in, what they did with the second episode. It's it's it, there's definitely time travel going on. Yes, um, we knew that from the yeah trailer. yeah. So that I actually I think they're up to episode three, if I'm not mistaken. And maybe yeah, they probably are. Yeah. So I think episode four is this week. And then the other show I'm watching is Theranos. Uh, Theranos I said it again. Uh, Severance. Um, oh, yeah. I'm not up to speed on that one either, but we were watching it. Yeah. That one I, I really enjoy. So, but on that, on that note, I'm going to, I'm going to end our, yeah, our we, conference. We ran the gamut. <laughs> yes. But we, there's a lot coming up. I know there's, there's a, a lot Moon of Knight. Uh, Moon Knight. Yes. Moon Knight. I can't wait. And and a lot more Kenobi stuff is is creeping up, yes. and that's coming quickly, which I'm excited about. But Moon Knight, yeah, I really I'm lo- really looking forward to that. That looks away. so good. So can't wait. But on that note, we will catch up, and we will definitely discuss all of those when they come. Yay!